Hi, and welcome to the fifth episode of Around the Water Cooler. Today, we'll be talking about a topic that's near and dear to our hearts, and that's parenting, and how parenting has changed. What do you think? And we can specifically talk about parenting twins, parenting boys, but in general, parenting and over the generations, how it has changed. What do you want to talk about in this episode? We're not, this is just our... Anyway, this, I don't know. this is our in, this is our this is our intro. So we'll be right back to talk about parenting on around the water cooler. Okay, we're back and we're talking about parenting. Um, so we're leaving this out as like a general, all-encompassing parenting. We don't know if we're going to get to everything that we always think about and talk about or worry about. Or, um, but we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about this topic because it means a lot. So why don't we start with one of the best fathers to ever live, Kerry? Go ahead. Me. Yeah, wow. you're Kerry. Well, I'm one of the best fathers to ever live. But well, I was little, you know, I, I was puffing you up a little. Thank you. I don't think there's any yes. all-encompassing parenting, you know style or theme we can we can get to or you know we can get to all the facets of it but no as we said we're just generally talking about we have, it. some know, tips and tricks and we, things we've from we've history lived in an and... interesting time where we you know we were parented you know, we saw how our friends were parented in the you know 70s for instance part that we remember or the fi- 60s 70s and 80s and now we've seen our own kids parented through the 90s and the explosion of technology and what and, what the changes are, mm-hmm. you know, in parenting styles uh, and why they've changed. You right. know, I, I, you know, everybody thought, everybody romanticizes the old days, but wait, wait, you know, there's yeah. a reason these things have changed a little bit. Yeah. And also, we have we come from a background of such like my father was a child in the 1920s, and my mother right. was a child in the 1930s, and your parents were children in the 40s and 50s. So we kind of have like direct. And then my own siblings were were children in the sixties, and you know we were born in the sixties and seventies, um, eighties. Well, well, and and between the two of us, you know, you were parent, you were parented as the last children, last child. Yes, and you were the first, and I was the first. So yeah, you, know, we, you can judge a little bit differently that way yeah. too. But yeah, so we can um, talk about that too. The middle, the middle child, and the this child, and the because I think a lot of first children, you know, tend to think who they are. Well, the first. I'm not that, talking specifically yeah, the, about the my family. Phrase, I'm saying in general. The first phrase I'd like to get to that just comes to mind that I hear a lot that I don't like, because it's usually said by people who either don't have kids, or, mm-hmm. or you know, have kids and don't aren't as involved. It is helicopter parenting thing, you know. Okay, let's it, talk it, about helicopter. There's no such thing as helicopter parenting because you because you you know you. Concern for your child's welfare in a world that's, you know, more complicated than it used to be. Right. And in some ways not, you know. But in uh, some ways, yes. Like, you know, they they can be in their room talking to some right. weirdo in another right. country in a, or right. in, down in the another state. And, in the world, right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Who's age, planning to get them age, a train ticket to, you know. You know, I just keep all stories. Not that didn't happen years ago. It didn't happen on the internet in their bedroom. Yeah, there's where we live. There's a couple of stories very recently where you know there's an 11 year old that was being being lured on Snapchat. Right. You know, you know, by an adult. Three stories. You don't know who's on the other end of this, but anyway, so 
So the idea yeah, that helicopter parenting media. is bad, it's usually done by people who, you know, who either raised their kids a long time ago and maybe got lucky in how they raised their kids. Right. You know, I, I you know. Or maybe they were, were not helicopter parents because, well, we're, first of all, we're not putting a stamp on helicopter parenting and saying, wow, that's the way to go because... That, that's no, another one of those terms. No, I just don't like the phrase. I, yeah, I like it's another phrase, one of those things, you know. like cancel culture. and It's a Holocaust. What does it mean? It could be it could mean a caring parent to a you know crazy parent. Who knows? But, you know, let's put it this way. A lot of the parents who, who complain about it or a lot of parents who say, I just put, I just send my kids out there like, you know, Daniel Boone all day. Okay, fine. But maybe you didn't have any other options. The kid didn't have a cell phone. You didn't have an ability, so you weren't tested. How do you know if you would have been a heli- more of a helicopter parent in the fifties? Oh, and 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 uh, you know, and some of these other parents, like, oh, you go on. I, I well, I think the I think a lot of things are changed, and you know, no one gives credit for the for, to the fact that the the way we work now has changed. Okay. Yeah. You know, in in the in the sixties and seventies, you know. There were a 50s, lot, 40s. 50s, 40s, whatever. There were a lot more, more sort of manual labor or, or, you know, just, you know, jobs where you had to go and really work, real, you know, physically hard for, for eight or ten hours and come on. You, you people know, still do that, they, but. They still do. But you're saying the majority, like. There, there's a lot more people who don't have that, right. that, that, that workload now, though, that have more, more, t- more energy and time to pay more attention. Right. For instance, you know, I mean, my own, have a my own father, I, you know, my own father was, you know, probably, you know, spent more time with us on weekends when he was off. You know, when he came home, I remember him coming home being just being exhausted. You know, and he, right. You know, he wasn't going to go out and, and and follow me around. Right. Um, but he spent a lot of time with you. You know, with in the modern the era with our technology and the way we can work now and spend more time, you know. I mean, we we ourselves, well, you know, you you've had a flexible schedule for for thirty years. You know, yeah. where you you know you've been able to work and be be home. I mean, that's that's miraculous, and not everybody can do that either. But well, can I now that you bring this up about spending time with your children? There's we're gonna do an episode on pet peeves at one point. We just just uh, hopefully it'll be like a f- more frivolous, you know, just get out our pet peeves. Some might be serious, but let me get one of my pet peeves out in this parenting because it's related to parenting. Growing up, I, with them growing up, I spent a lot of time on things for them. I look back and I say, you know what, I, maybe I could have done it faster, different things, but I made costumes, I did parties, I went on every field trip and everything. I took them, we took them to theater and if we had to drive somewhere, we did. If we, they wanted to go to the zoo, we, we went to every zoo, right? <coughs> we went to Boston, we went to Baltimore. We were we, we we did that, but people would always say to me, "Oh, you're crazy. Oh, you're crazy. Why are you doing that? You're so crazy." And I I hated that. And I and I used to say to some people, and then I always thought to everyone, "Well, you're crazy because you spend ten hours a week of your life, or twenty hours a week of your life at the mall." That to me was crazy. Like, you have no problem saying, I'm going to go and, 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 and go to the mall, which I've done in my life, don't get me wrong, but that, before I had my kids, especially. But if you can spend, like, three days going to the mall looking for something and spending all day at the mall, and I could spend three days going 
going out of my way, doing something for my kids. Leave me at that. I, I don't care what you do or what I do, but why do you think that's crazy? Why would somebody say, well, you're crazy? I, I don't think it's... I didn't think it was crazy. Well, the As it there, turns out, I really don't think it was crazy. The point there is, you know, is you, we spend a lot of... People spend too much time judging other people. Right, that's what I'm trying to say. Like For whatever reason, because other people, like, you know... Because then you... I, I always thought you made them feel bad. You're well, not doing it, so I'm crazy. Well, I'm making you look bad. Well, yeah, well, but some people don't have... Some people don't so have the don't same care. resources on the same time. And Who cares? Back, back to parenting. You right, know, that just, is parenting. Right. Who cares? But, I didn't care how you parented right. your kid. Right. But don't call me crazy. Like, you, you're made to feel guilty when you're doing what many people would consider extra time for your kids. Well, I think what's important, like too, that. is to keep your... You know, is make your kids not care what the other kids are doing. Mm. And, and um, you you can't care what the other parents are doing. That's the whole topic of peer you know, pressure. I, I, there was a time when I... I, I you know... We had time periods where we worked together from home, and sometimes I did other things. But we right. worked together from home. You know, there was a lot of time to, to spend with our kids, and we remember going to the parks, and there'd be you know you there and two other mothers and and me, and I'd play with the kids, and <laughs> and they would say, "Why you know how come Mr. Drinkwater gets to be here at the park?" And like I felt bad about that because some people. And there were times where I couldn't go to a park, you know, when, when right. I when I went oh, out you of the house to work, I missed a lot of stuff. Some and I worked on weekends and this stuff. and that. Yeah. You know, but the. You it know, shouldn't have been strange for a father to be at an right. event. Right. You know, but, but a kid uh, thing. So anyway, you know, as far as the kids go, you know, you can't you can't look at all. Of, there's so many different scenarios for for what's appropriate you know for raising kids and really you know to me it was always follow the lead of them you know follow, follow what sparked that what, what what lit them up whatever lit them up you know sort of go with to some extent to see you know to see if it, if if it actually did light them up yeah and a lot of people like to force kids what's into, their thing into things what's that, their thing that they like right so and, a lot of people and, like and to force kids them. into things that they think that they should like or that they liked and i've seen that i've seen kids on happened... baseball teams who didn't want to be on the baseball team or you know or football teams i've seen kids and, you well, know well somebody could accuse us of that because you liked sports and they did sports i love no, broadway I I and they did that no, but stuff. i i you, you know did. i introduced them to it and if they liked it they they now but we always told them you know, we were fortunate that our kids actually, you know, you don't like this, really you don't got into it. the things that right, they, they did. Right, they loved that stuff. So there was never anything right. really that they, and it was also, you know, never anything that they were really poor at, you know, bad at that they shouldn't have been doing. Maybe basketball a little bit. <laughs> well, we're being honest. Well, they didn't, well, I didn't force them into basketball. They played basketball in school because there was no other kids to play, and then, you know. <laughs> they were, they were, they were like, what do you, what do you call them on basketball? They knew how to bring people down. They were the enforcers. They brought the, te- the no, twin won't. thing to basketball. Well, they brought their energy, you know, which was what the, what the coaches liked. You know, they so. were the water boys in basketball. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, they wouldn't. If it were a different, a different kind of school system, they wouldn't have played basketball. But that's not the point. I, I didn't put them into Little League basketball and make them play it. Right, right, right. They didn't really have, you so, know. Anyway, so, there, are, there are people who tried, you know, and, I, I, and there's nothing wrong with that for a little bit either, because sometimes you have to force a kid, you know, there are kids who just don't want to do anything, and you have to force them into do, not to, force to them, try push things. Push them, encourage them a little more to, see if to they do like something. It, you know. Yeah. But there are some that... All right, I want to talk about, with I, want to, I want to hit on three topics, and at least one of the topics we've already sort of touched on, but I want to hit on three topics, and then, and then more, but 
I want to talk about peer pressure from kids to kids, parents teaching their kids about dealing with peer pressure and parents dealing with peer pressure of other, of other adults. But I also want to talk about this generational thing of back in my day, we survived and we didn't have to have a car seat, blah, blah, blah. I want to talk about that. And, um, there's one other thing and we'll, we'll come to it, whatever, whatever I was thinking of, we'll, we'll think about it. So let's talk about peer pressure. Teaching your kids to, don't you think there's, there's, and, and then also like, yeah, just generally peer pressure. I mean, I, I think peer pressure always starts with teaching your kids there are different types of families, there are different types of children, there are, people are very different, people have different things in their lives that are important to them, things that they do and don't do in their lives, whatever you do, Whatever, whatever your thing is, you shouldn't be embarrassed about it. And you sh and they shouldn't be embarrassed about what their thing is. Like when I was a kid, meaning like I couldn't do certain things. Like I, I was, I wasn't allowed to do that. I wasn't allowed. So I didn't, at some, I didn't care, you know, where somebody might've been like, feel, felt more geeky. Like I can't go ride my bike across town or whatever. It didn't matter to me. I was happy. I knew my father didn't let me do that. What do you think? Yeah, it's, you know, one of the, the important lessons, I think, to give children, you know, that adults should keep in mind also is you never know what someone else's situation is. Right. Um, you know, we go, going, going back to when we were in school, okay, you know, yeah. I, I, was, I was a relatively shy kid and had my ways of... Sorry. Dealing with that. Yeah. You know, I had other friends who were, you know, who, you know, who were being abused at home and hungry and all that kinds of stuff. And they had their way to deal with that at school. And and people think they know. Yeah. People think they know who you are, you know, and you're acting a certain way and they judge you and don't don't really understand the situation. So it's really well, important that... to, to teach your kids that, that other kids, you know, whoever they're acting, whoever they're behaving. Teach them empathy. Whatever they're saying. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what their and situation we didn't, is. And we didn't. I didn't have. That, that, I had some of that, but I. I wasn't. I. I. I thought I had empathy when I was a kid, but um, you know, there are kids that like, oh, so and so is the smelly kid. I never said that, but I never defended anybody either. Right. Well, there are kids. You know, there so, were people but, who were bullies. Right. You know what we call bullies today, anyway, and. You know, but, they, but were we to... some, mo many of us were passive aggressive bullies, right? But they we also didn't know. have they have issues that are causing them to be that way. I, I don't know. I you know, the, so I, but, I, so basically, but try you know, so teach your kid. Like I said from the beginning, people have different families, people have different lives, people have different experiences. So if you can't conform to their idea of okay, Which and that's fine. They are not going to always conform to your idea of what's okay. Right, and it comes down to empathy. I'm not talking about if your, you know? your friends are in danger and you know it or something. That's a different story. I'm talking about, oh, how come so-and-so's mother never lets her go to thing? Or how come, oh, how come so-and-so's mother lets her lets her go to thing? You know, what? You or why does so-and-so get to wear that when I'm not allowed to? You're, you're taking all these kids, parents, even among the parents, there could be very big differences of how they were raised, what they think, what they've decided together makes sense. 
if there's one parent, nope, maybe the kid is in a foster home, like you said. Like, so let's get rid of peer pressure. Teach your kid. Guess what? They say something about what you're doing or what we've decided is okay for you. You're you. You're always gonna be you. You're gonna be good. You know, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna make something of your life. And that's not always gonna matter. And I remember telling our sons that if they ever had a problem, I remember saying, and I'm nothing specific, but I, I remember specifically saying several times, at some point, you're not gonna remember this. You're not even gonna remember some of the names of these people that are bothering you. Right. Not that they were bothered, but I mean, you know, any problem or whatever, you know, silly anything. Five years from now, you'll 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 remember things more fondly, probably, and you're gonna forget these names. And there are people like now that will say to me, like, "Oh, remember in high school, I was such a meanie," and I, you know, and I'll say, "I never know. I never even noticed that," you know. I know who you are. No, no, not not that far, but. <laughs> I didn't notice that, or, or and then you reflect on, and at some point you reflect on, was I a meanie, you know? But I wasn't. But anyway, we'll get. Anyway, so so then there's okay, so that's kid peer pressure. Once you, I think that could be the strongest thing you teach your child because you're teaching them empathy, you're teaching them um, governance of their own self, what they think is important, not what other think people think is important, and you're teaching them. Um, that they can make their own life. And then there's the peer pressure of the parents. You're so crazy. Why do you do what, you know, and so you want to, oh, you're not going to the party? with the, You're not coming to that? And parents can do it almost worse than the kids. And you have to be the type of parent that's like, you know what? I don't need you to be my friend. I'm raising my kids. I don't well, need friends. I, I think parents have kind of gotten past that. <laughs> yes, they have. You know, that, that's but they the didn't always get past that. They didn't that. always. I think we were kind of like in the middle thing of it. I then. think that's what... And hopefully it won't go back. What's causing some of the... Yeah. You know, the... <clears throat> because that could be really harmful. When parents today. all click together and then all their kids have to do the same thing. All their kids have to not do that. All their kids like that kid. All their kids don't like that kid. I mean, come on. All the, oh, all my kid never plays video games. Guess what? My kid does, and my kid rocks. Well, like, okay? Like, like I don't care. Is I, I don't care what you think of me. Like, like you said, one of the things, one, of the, one of the greatest things that we said to them uh, I, was that, you know, this, this all seems very important right now, but, you know, not even going to remember it. And they've come to us and said that at this point. Hey, oh, I saw this person. I didn't even remember who they were. And we're like, yeah. And also, I'm getting old. That's how I felt when they can't remember their friends from, or not friends. They can't remember, but they know how. Then like, I'm they, getting they, old. They, they see how really important old. it really yeah. was, you know. You put it in perspective. You, you teach your kids about it. perspective. Yeah. Put it in perspective. This is not your whole life. You know, whatever relationship you're having trouble with in high, it's high school, it's, it's right. going to go away, and you know. And it might, you might still know this person, and somebody that you hated, you might be friends with. Somebody you didn't know, you might be friends with now in this age of social media and everything else. Um, somebody you thought, people you thought were assholes. Excuse my language on this podcast once in a while we say. You might realize when you're older, these people were assholes. Or <laughs> well, they become your best friend. Well, you know, I, already, I already said that right. part, but I'm, I'm saying then there are the people that you, you know, you're like, oh, maybe they're not such... No, and then you're like, no, no, they are. They're I assholes. remember having that conversation too. You know, this, you're having this trouble with these people right now. But I, you know, 
They're going to be the especially you're, you're, because you're, they're kids be and they're living they're in their they're own world that they can't love these people and they later. can't always control right. that world that they're in. So just like our kids couldn't always control how they were being raised, you know, but, they tried. But going back to the the idea of helicopter parenting, and and yeah, I think I, I do see some parents who who don't who stop letting you know. Let me who, do a helicopter sound. Right. Who don't who don't back off as they get older? That could be an issue. And why but, are you looking at me? No, but when <laughs> no, you, but when they're younger, you I know, tried. It's this, hard. This is a complicated world, you know. And, and quite frankly, it was a complicated world when we were little too. I know. Okay? Wait, I know. I'll let's go back to that. Yeah, let's you know, go you, But it's, it's hard. It's hard to back off when you're kid. But you got you to do it. But eventually, life makes you do it. So let's leave it at that. Yeah. Life makes you do it. Yeah. Are you going to be afraid when your kid, you know, goes into the city and hangs out all day on trains and travels and yeah. You're going to be, you know, why not? Why why should you not be afraid of that? This is your child. You don't be afraid of it, but... But you don't have to not be afraid of it. It's your child. Well, that also, doesn't mean you follow them around and also you... Also, there's, there's, you know, the, the world has made it, has enabled us to, to, you know, you know, text me when you get there. What's the big deal? You know, you text someone when you get right. there. I mean, you know... You, you, you but I'm, a, I'm like your father was. If you don't you know, text me when you get there... Well, I'm know, about five minutes from calling the police. In 1920, you know, someone had to go to Europe. They had to get in a ship, and you know, and, and right. telegraph. You know, you yes, you when you watch these movies, when you watch these series and movies, and you see like goodbye, daughter. Write me when you know. meet up with Uncle Sim. Right, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. So, <laughs> so, so that, that that raises our expectations. Yeah, too, let me lay down this. Let's go into the next topic. I think you were trying to get into a minute ago. Let me just go into this, okay? Every summer when we lived in Florida, we lived in Florida for six years, okay, from when I was like six to 11, five years, five, five, almost six years. So every summer, the day that, the moment school ended, because we didn't have a lot of relatives in Florida, the moment school ended, my parents would show up in the car at the school. My older brother might have been in the car sometime. And me and my sister, my twin sister, and the back of the car would be a bed. A bed. And we drove to New York for 48 hours. We drove. My father barely hours. stopped. It takes, what? It takes 24 hours. It well, it felt like 48 hours with my brother in the back of the car. And so my father didn't stop. Okay? And there's a story where one time he stopped for like a half an hour. It was like we were so seedy. Like, oh, we're going to go. And we left a half an hour later. I don't know what the people thought of us. But my father had to be back on the road, back on the road. He, he stopped for gas and he was like, I, I, you didn't even see him get the gas. My brother would try to go to the bathroom. I'm like, no, you can't go to the bathroom here. So literally, like, I don't even know how we went to the bathroom. We were in the car. But we, but my point is, we had a bed. No seatbelts. Not only no seatbelts. I mean, my mom built up a bed. So that we can't, as if you saw a bed in the back of a car. We just had a regular, like, sedan. And we had a bed. And books and things. I, I don't know how my poor brother dealt with this because he was older than us. <laughs> but, but we we had a party in the back. We didn't have seatbelts. Not only that, we could sit any part of the bed. It was like, we were just, like, it was like a bed. Yeah, and now, pedal to the metal, and he drove fast. I remember because he had the, to get to New York on the like tray behind the seats and like the old sedans. Uh, we yeah. didn't have sedans anymore. I guess some people still do, but there's like a platform above behind the seats, you go know, right under the the back window. Oh God! And you could lay up there, you know, like a cat. 
Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't even put a cat up there. Well, we now. had station wagons too. With oh, we did. We had a so. sedan. We had seats in the back where you you roll the the window would roll down a little bit and the fumes would just come in the whole oh, time. Oh you know? no. Oh, that's that explains. No, there may have been a seatbelt back there, but no one ever told us to wear a seatbelt. No. And here, you know, but, but wait, the no, no, wait. The thing about the seatbelt thing is this. And I was like, we didn't wear seatbelts. We didn't do this. And we survived. But we, I uh, hate we that didn't line. all survive. No, we didn't all survive. The reason they made the seatbelt laws. People is didn't so survive. People dying in cars. Who weren't wearing, in little weren't fender benders. In a little yeah, fender it, it, bender it, it, that otherwise you could have survived. Right. Your brains were mush on the side of the road. Excuse my uh, okay, you know, graphic. If you were lucky enough but to survive it. But that's the truth. It, you know, people Kids survived did World not War survive. II, too. I mean, and neither did their people parents. People did not survive. Right. Right. So... We didn't have to. Was it a pleasant experience? Yes. It kind of was. What, is it a fond memory for me? Yeah. Do I have to cling to it and be like, you know what, kids in 2020, parents in 2021, if you're not driving your kids in the back of the car, you're not doing it right. It's not fun. If you, did, you didn't live unless you were, you know, these memes, well, okay, unless you were sitting in a car like this, you didn't live. No, no, these memes. I think the romanticizing of the, you know, we survived. We, we, we survived. I'll no, you, we did you, not. This I'll is your milk carton thing. Some other story. Your, yeah, your, right. your, your helmets, the bicycle helmets. <laughs> I had to have an orange flag on my bike as I rode it in the basement. <laughs> I sprained my ankle on roller blades in the basement. Well, you, were, you were sheltered. But let me tell you my story. I, but I was my also story, on a busy road. And my I was story also was, was I'd leave the house after breakfast. And I didn't care. And I was expected to come back by dinner time. <laughs> We had very different. How no, did we? How no did we raise kids invite. together? And I can tell no, you some you of the things very, I did. You had very doting parents. Please, let's not. Oh no! Yeah, yeah no. I'm just saying that the style of parenting has changed. Yeah. Now. And the, I'm Greek. My brothers I got into, have done that too. And I didn't do it. But not I didn't, us. I didn't necessarily do anything bad, but the predicaments I got into, mm-hmm. the predicaments my brothers got into, you know, well, that, falling out of trees, and you know, mm-hmm. I, one of the things we used to first of all, I, you know, I'd ride. We'd ride our bikes. God knows where, anywhere we wanted. I mean, it was you know, we could get back in time, you know, in, time, in eight hours, we could ride however far away we <laughs> and wanted. I couldn't. And no one knew where we were because there was no, we didn't have a phone. We didn't even have, you know, we probably didn't have a quarter for a payphone even. So, jeez, you could have been I on the milk gone. carton. Yeah. Right. I mean, I could have been hit by a car. No one would ever know where I was. Yeah. We didn't have ID even, no. right? Phones. Usually we had some friends with us. You didn't us, have a so phone to call but... your parents, a cell no, phone. No. Yeah. And what's wrong with that? My kids have uh, had allergies, uh, you know, serious allergies. And people were like, why are you giving your kid a phone when they're nine years old? Because guess what? Phones are available now. And my little kid with severe allergies can have a phone. You know, and if and we call weren't, me if, if we weren't far me. away, we were in the woods jumping over and I had the, I had the our, means of our crummy it. bikes that we had at the time. Yeah. Even as much as like learning, learning the... the Lining kids up under the ramp and jumping over them. My record is eight, by the way. What do you mean? You like jumped over eight kids eight, like Evil Knievel? Eight, yeah, they lay down and they lay down in order of basically intelligence. And I, you know, however you want to say that. Care. You had the kid who was wanted to be who wanted to be that was the daredevil at the last yeah the at the end. You know, we didn't always make it either. But did the daredevil ever get hurt? What I'm saying. Oh God! I mean, wheels <laughs> fell off the bike, and you flipped over, and you, you know. No, the kid at the end. You know. Did the kid I had at the a end cousin who shot me in the foot with an arrow. Okay. <laughs> you had a cousin that shot you. In yeah. The foot with an God arrow. bless his soul. He's gone now. But I'm saying I got oh, shot in the foot. Oh, why do you say like that? Shot in the foot with an arrow. What are you, you know? talking so, about? So I was sent into the woods with like a you know, a, with an older cousin, with oh. a bow and arrow. 
Okay, with that, okay. I mean, it just just didn't matter. So fast forward. We assume fast forward to when, and I was a little less sheltered in Florida because we had like a cul-de-sac kind of thing, and we had like ten sets of twins. We were like a twin brigade. I used to be able to ride my bike in front of the house. I was who I thought who I was, and I got to you know, but but really we were raised very differently, in that way. So. But think about our kids. So, we, because of their allergies and everything, I was always, and you too, very protective of them. But yet, my kids went into the woods, across the street, with knives that your brother gave them, came back, and I knew they were there, when they were like eight, and I knew they were there, and I was scared. Well, yeah. And they came, and one of them came back with his finger cut open. Well, the difference but is, no, I, sent the difference the, is I sent them to the woods, yeah, you know. Because that's what you... twenty. But I knew exactly where he was. We knew, at, but I with a knife. And I was in the front yard, probably, waiting okay, for him to come back. Okay, but they, I remember them coming in and, like, bloody finger. But what I'm, the reason I'm saying this is, and there are other examples of this, to give one other... Okay, so no matter how you were raised, when you're married... You and I'm not everybody has that has a kid is ever married, let alone stays married or whatever. I'm just giving my own my own experience. If anybody else is raising this child with you, and they they come from a different experience, you give a little bit. You give a little. If it's not, you know, I mean, oh yeah, I'm gonna let him do coke because my husband <laughs> grew up that way. No, I'm not talking about that. But I'm, if it's a normal within the range of, you give a little bit. So did I want my kids in the woods? Did I want my kids in the woods with a hunting knife? No. No. Did I let my kids go into the woods with a hunting knife? Sure, you were aware of that. Yeah, I was aware of it because I remember I was I was I was afraid of it, and then I remember, oh boy, here it comes, here he is with the bloody finger. But I will say this: I will say this. The more that happens, the more you realize this is his life, and and I have to and I have to bandage his finger, and I have to. This is his life. This is his story. He's going to tell when he's 30 years old. Well, but wait, let me say something else. The other thing is if you have a child with any allergies or any life-threatening thing or any other issues in their life, you know, for me, I didn't have allergies or things like that, so my parents were very protective. When you have a child with allergies or anything else in their life, I think you you could possibly change a little bit. Like, I thought to myself... He's cutting his finger, but he didn't have a, an attack, a peanut attack. Things come into perspective for you. Like, everything else was was below a life-threatening peanut attack, you know? He, if he's cut, if he's this. Not that I didn't care, but it puts things in perspective for you. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know. So there was a little bit of that, too. Anyway. And And candy. I don't give my kids candy. Well, guess what? My kids can't have you know, two-thirds of the candies out there. So whatever candy they like that they're allowed to have, they're getting that candy. Mm-hmm. And I, I did not care. And guess what? They didn't eat it all. It works itself out. But, but all, yeah, I, anyway, part of the part of the, the modern parenting style that, you know, some people don't like is that we have a, a fear of other people around our kids. Because you don't know what those other people are. And we discovered, you know, we, I mean, we have a more, fear of other people. Well, from our perspective, professionally, we've, we've, we've worked with, you know, child lawyers, you know, the, the child law prevention, which is not child lawyers, child, law child prevention. Lawyers, lawyers prevention. 
you know, which we've learned a lot about about how how people, you know, keep your kids attack kids, safe as you kids can, and, anyway. And, you know, yeah. and there's just, you know, there's just a lot of it out there, and there's no and a reason, lot of it is in there's the no family, reason to not, risk not it. Not a stranger, right? There's no reason to risk it. There's no, there's not really a big benefit to risking it. I, and I, there's I, a big downfall to not. When I look back at my childhood down. and I think about some of the escapades I had on my own, you were in danger. You were I, always I was in danger. danger. It also, it didn't really benefit me as an adult. I can think back to it, but you know. Do you think it didn't benefit you my... as an adult? You're pretty independent. I'm independent because I'm a first child. Oh, we'll get into okay? that. Okay, uh, you're not that independent because you're not a first child. You think so? That's it. I think that's. Oh, we'll get into that. Or do you want to get into that? Now, finish what you were going to say. Anyway, yeah, some of the things that I was I was allowed to do, you know, I it was fun at the time, but I didn't 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 make me a different person. It didn't make didn't. You know, it didn't help me achieve anything great. I, you know, it didn't it didn't do anything. Give you something so, to hang over so, your mother's head sometimes. Yeah. So, Remember when you used to let send me out and so your mother's like, "Oh, so, what are you talking about?" So I with my own cake. kids, I could look back and say, "Well, you know, I could have been something could have happened to me there. Something really could have happened to me when yeah. I did that." But something could have happened to anyone. Wait. Well, anyone. it happened, but it did happen to some people. That's my point. Right, you know, right, it just didn't right. happen to me. Right, but it, right, but those right. situations I was in caused people to be abducted and killed. Right. You know, like we know, well, for instance, you know, through our professional. Associations right. that any you know, most most children who are abducted by a stranger are dead within two miles of where they're abducted. Right, they're not fighting their way out of that they're car. Not, I'm sorry not, to tell no, you, that not, guy that goes around showing back. people how to fight their they're way out of the car. They're not being kidnapped. Don't teach not, the kids that because it's not going to happen. Six months later, or twenty years later, they're most likely going to yeah. be going to be dead within two right. miles of where they're abducted. So anyway, the stranger abducted. Let, so, so let me tell you something that I like. That's like that's not tolerable. Well, as you get as you get right, as you get older. I think, and I think you do too. That you've done this too. The one, the, there are horrible things about getting older. Okay, crow's feet, weight, whatever you want to say. Uh, you're fearing death. Not that you couldn't die at any age. A lot worse things than crow's feet. Okay, whatever <laughs> aches, pain, whatever. But there's some. There's a beautiful thing about getting older. Two beautiful things. You can speak up a little bit more if you're willing to, and you have the guts. Try it. It's good. It makes you feel good. Number two, perspective. And you're looking back on memories that you have. And it's it's almost like you're coming to the end. I'm not saying you're coming to the end. Hopefully I'm not coming to the end. I hope not. But that's not what I mean. I'm like, you're, it's the puzzle that you started working on that looked like nothing is starting to look like something. You know? So all those memories that you had that were like these one-off memories, you it's starting to like... So like so I'm go, so like my parents. I always I always had good memories of my parents. But now that I'm older, when my mother told me when I was a kid, and I used to you know think back of my mind, oh my mother said that isn't that cool. But as an adult, an older adult now, I look back, a woman who was raised in Western Pennsylvania in the Depression in a steel mill town with immigrant parents. One of the things, she told me two things. She, she told me about the time that she was almost abducted when she was coming back from the movies and how she tricked the guy and got away. This car was following her. And she had this trick and I, I've taught everything. And my mother just said that to me when I was like eight years old. Now people would say, oh, don't talk to your kids about stuff like that. Now, you know. No, my mother said it to me from a young age. And then there was another thing that my mother said to me that if anybody thinks there's a problem with this, Come at me, okay? 
My mother told me, you, and then I later learned in the child loss prevention from the expert, national expert, that this is it. But I heard it from my mother when I was little. A woman who was raised in the 30s. You don't trust anyone. I don't care if that person is the priest. I don't care if that person is a police officer. I don't care if that person is the, uh, the security officer at the thing. You don't trust anyone. And you don't trust them because of their skin color. You don't trust somebody because they're white over black. You don't trust... There's, there's no... There, no, black people are, are... You don't trust them despite their skin color, not because of their skin color. That, that's what she means. They're good. Right. She taught me when we had our house burned down, most of the people in the neighborhood that came to help us, the only people that lifted their hands to, to offer to bring us anything to eat or anything were our black neighbors. My mother told me that. And my mother said, police officer can show you a badge and you think that that's a good police officer because most police officers are good. That might be the one that tries to hurt you. Uh, my mother got the idea that people in authority, that there was, a, that you, my mother got the idea that you can't judge a book by its color, cover, and color, in this case, and this was the 60s. And also, and she didn't want me to just trust somebody because they were white. She didn't want me to think that there's a difference between white and black, and if this person's not black, I can trust them. Trust everybody or don't trust anybody. You know, these people are, everybody's as good and bad as each other. And also, if somebody's an authority, and you go to church and you see the priest. That doesn't mean the truth. And guess what? When we went to Florida, we went to church more often because we didn't have any relatives. And the Greek people gather at church. And that's where you can find people that have your traditions and your language. So we got into church more there. There, And my mother ended up being a Sunday school teacher, even though they weren't very religious people. But we, for a few years, we were going to that church. I was throwing the flowers, da 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 the patafio, they call it, you know, Good Friday and... That priest molested people, we found out right before we moved. And my sister and I went to that church, little twin girls. I never, my mother always taught me, don't trust, not that the priest tried anything with me, but I was, I, you don't realize until you're older. I'm not laughing about that. I'm laughing about what your mother must have taught people in Sunday school. That cracking me. Oh up. no, 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 no. God <laughs> <laughs> knows. So we... <laughs> okay, that different stuff. Different hey, topic. my mother. My mother made up stories sometimes. But yeah, well, like, all, and, and we know, you know that. Come on. She like, you know, there embellished. Are, there are people use authority as a as a way. No, to... but my mother taught me that at a young. My yeah. mother, who was raised, think well, no. She may have had the, to, the either had some experiences or knew someone who no. had experiences. When you're that, younger, you don't. That was a problem. Yeah, I know. But when you're younger. You don't realize your parents are, what do you call it when something's not even 2D? Is it 2D? When something's just like a flat piece of paper. 2D? Yeah. Yeah. Your parents are 2D. They're your parents. They told you this. As you get older, this is what I'm trying to say, bring it back around to what I said. Right, they, your parents become like 3D, 4D, whatever D you can go up to. Three-dimensional, yeah. Three-dimensional. And then you start to say, no, they're not just my parents. They're people. Not only people. <laughs> But this is a woman who you put it in perspective. Like, she was raised in the 30s. She was a child in a steel mill town in western Pennsylvania during the Great Depression with a mother who didn't speak English. Loving, wonderful mother who didn't speak English. And she taught me that. There's no, there's nothing. You can't win the lottery and get a parent like that. That's luck. But if you can be a parent like that, if you can learn from that, if you could tell other people about that, then you make that, it doesn't have to be luck. You can learn this. 
And and I put it in perspective, so I'm sharing that with you. Right. Tell your kids that right off the bat. Doesn't mean you don't respect you don't respect the police, you don't respect the priest, you don't respect whoever everything, but you don't trust them just because that. And a lot of kids would be saying, you don't trust the Boy Scout leader. You don't trust respect. I'm not saying you go up and throw acid in the person's face. I'm saying you don't trust if uh, if Mr. Boy Scout leader suddenly says to you, "Hey, Bobby, you want to go?" That's right. where you go. You All know right. what? So what Wait, you know, no, no. Here's an, no. I'm going into another. And, and this takes me into one other thing that I want to say. We taught our kids, which my mom kind of taught me, but I didn't realize it until I was older. By saying this, we taught our kids. Don't be afraid. And, and this ends up being one of the child or prevention tips. Right, don't elaborate. be afraid to tell off an adult. I don't be afraid to say, you know what, Mr. Boy Scout leader? I don't want to go with you. Right. I was nice to no, you yesterday no, out of respect. But now that you're if talking that, weird, no, I'm gone. That's not how it's going to be. And you can tell the whole world I'm a, I'm a bad kid. I'm, I'm a rude kid. I can elaborate. Go for it. Excuse me. Yeah. You can't say any of that because you, you weren't giving him the opportunity to ever say that. What? The way you were brought up. To I can rude? elaborate more on that. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Because I was, I was involved, you know, I, I wasn't involved. I, I had, there were, there were people in the neighborhood that we... That guy that you used to work for that he, he, no, 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 he no. made you come over in little short shorts and, and, <laughs> and, uh, and build bikes and gardens? No, no. Well, he <laughs> paid you out and he paid you You're conflating a lot of things. Okay. You're conflating a lot of things. What I'm saying is well, I, I was out on my own. Yes. Out on and your had, own. And had relationships with, with different people in the neighborhood for different reasons. It was a guy who, who fixed bikes, for instance. I am confused. Okay. okay, the bike and, fixer, and then the gardening man. Turns made... out, you know, and, and from my perspective, he was fine. He never, I don't, but I don't know. You but know. you worked for him? No, no, I didn't work for him. No, oh. So you're, you're conflating. Well, how did you know this man? You wouldn't took your bike he to get fixed? Like you by one of our friends down there. Okay, you know. okay. Oh, go to his house. He has all the parts, you know, and you can... Yeah, but we used to go to this guy's house in his to garage. To get bike parts? And you used to go into parts. his garage? Right. My, this is my point to you. <laughs> is so now now I'm in a position myself of having to discern whether this guy's okay or not. Now, the difference in modern parenting is we don't give our, we don't put our kids in What if that garage door closed, too? Right? You wouldn't well, have so a listen, chance. Just listen to me. That's yeah. my point. In our modern, te- our modern parenting, you know, some people will call it helicopter parenting, we wouldn't give our kids the the opportunity to be in that position. Yeah, we'd be there with them. Oh, that guy fixes for well, 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 I'll come with you know. Well, yeah, well, yeah. well yeah, let's go see if he can. Yeah, and why? What's wrong with it. that? There's nothing wrong with that. That's my point. Not helicopter. My point is, you know, if that guy was was devious, someone was going to be screwed. Right. Right. You know, or dead, or whatever. Who the hell knows? You know, buried in the backyard. I, or, you know, or a drug addict for the rest of their life. You know, missing. You know, they had to deal with on the back whatever. of a milk carton as a runaway. Right. You know, because right. right. that's you know that used to happen. All those milk carton people were runaways. Were not yes. runaways. They were dead. Right. They weren't running away. Because you know how you know. You know how you know. Where's the, where's anybody ever been? You know, so at some point, they would have become adults, right? And said, "Oh wait, yeah, no, I'm back." Yeah. No, what they about never the reunion back. of the milk carton kids? That could have been a reunion. Yeah, on a, on a, a TV national show, television right? show. Yeah, yeah, no, they were not. They Funny, were, they we, were dead. Know, we they never were, had a reunion of them. Because when, when a kid went missing when uh, when we were young... And we read about it. We had a, to read about it. Well, listen, when a, when we didn't have our cell phones. No, we sat and looked at milk cartons and dead people. Right, but when we, we were, we, but when we were kids, if, if a kid went missing, 
and someone called the police, first of all, it wouldn't come for three days. Yeah. Like, even if the kid was, like, like you know, 13 years old, it had to be missing for three days yes. before the cops would come. The cops would look around the block a few times and say, I guess they ran away. Yeah. And let's get into, now that I mentioned cell phones, let's get into the technology and the video games. And well, everything. here's another meme that I like, yeah, that yeah. I see all the time. Yeah, well, I'm annoying. so glad I grew up at the time when there were no cell no, phones. And yeah, there, you're so glad that you had no access to information at your fingertips. No. Give me we a didn't break. even know the songs, the give lyrics, the songs. Right, give me a break. I grew up in the same time, okay? And I had, I enjoyed myself. It was my it was my childhood. Yeah, would I have liked that have a cell phone in my hand? My would God, I, I would have been a smarter cell phone? person. You see what the video games are like today? Holy crap, I'm would not we have liked to have video a video game. game. I'm not talking about intelligence. Well, I'm just saying. I would have been a mastermind well, if I, I had access to Wikipedia <clears throat> I when I was eight years old. That's a whole different topic. But I'm saying don't, I don't, di- don't romanticize, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I was. I wish I would have grown up before there was the wheel. We had to walk everywhere. Wouldn't you be lucky? I wonder if kids know who this is, and it's the Honeymooners. Yes, they know who that is. You didn't mind getting in your car, though, and driving to get ice cream at the ice cream shop, They can watch the Honeymooners on their phone. Uh, uh. I don't like Are you jealous of them? Why why do people do this? Are they jealous of them? them. You're jealous of them. Are you jealous of their parents? Yes. These are the same people who are on your phone writing this meme. Yeah. You know... Um, it's ridiculous. You can be so much more. To, and, and this gets to another thing. When I went to school, I went to school, and school lived in a different world. There was school, and there was home. And maybe it was different for you, because you got to mingle with people more and stuff outside of school. I had school and home. And when we were on a break from school, I didn't know anybody, see anybody, anything else. It made me almost like I didn't... I was good in school. I had to work really hard to be good in school. You, I don't want to be mean, but you didn't, and I'm also giving you a compliment by saying, you didn't really have to work as hard. And I also went to college with you, and I saw you didn't even study and got better grades than me. Right? Am I being honest? Perfect grade. Huh? Yeah, and you didn't cheat or anything. I'm not trying to say that, but you, you know. So. I used you to type my papers. Yeah. Anyway. I wrote them. You have to type yeah, it. but I'm what, what I'm saying is, my if I, if I had technology to blend school, I still kept in touch with my friends. I could look on the internet and read things, and I could. I think, I would have had a broader personality at a younger age. I would have been, I would have incorporated school in my life. Learning would have mattered. I would have seen a reason why, I had to why math mattered or, you know, um, I would have maybe been more interested in science if I got to, like, research something or just even my friends. Like, I would have combined school and my home. Like, in other words, school would have been part of me, part of my life. Instead, it was something I went and did and came back. Learning was not a part of my life, and it frustrated my older brother. But <laughs> it's a whole other story. But, no, I... I, if I had had the internet, it would have been different. Instead, I had to listen to my yeah, my older brother still, was my Wikipedia. Still, you know, the, the, my older brother was my Wikipedia. Technology gives you the ability to, to to learn about what you're interested in. Right. It doesn't. It's not going to make you learn about things you're not interested in. And I only knew you know, which what, is kind of what school is designed to do is to expose you to all these different things. So you, technology should be. But I'm saying what, I would have been a more well-rounded now. person at a younger age if I had technology. Right. Well, maybe my parents would have let me go a little bit further if I had. Not that I'm worried, but. You, you yeah, don't but know. I didn't have so technology. I but could see how, I but how so kind. Your, We've your heard business. the video game conversation. They're they're fun. They're kind friends. 
these are a bunch of nice, kind people. You 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 find kind people just like you do in real life. It is real life. It's right. just you're. It's friends. It's just another way of dealing with your friends. It's not making you a mass murderer. Um, so bl- blame it on that. It's just trying to deflect about the guns. It's like it's not that because my kids do that. They never shot anyone, you know. And I they're not at risk of doing that. Um, they guess what they did too. They went outside all the time. And they had cell phones. And they had computers. And they played video games. They were busy. They were busy. And they did theater. And they did sports. And they played outside in the dirt. Remember when we used to play outside in the dirt? Yeah, I remember because my children did that too. Well, it, yeah. Parents parents always like to say it's the time. It's Blame it on the kids. It's First of all, the kids can't help when they're born. And what technology is available? Well, what if you were born before the airplane? Well, listen. What, what, you know, what, no, no, but they, I think it's lazy for the parents. It's like saying they were better parents. No, 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 no. If your children don't go play outside, if if your grandchildren, what, do your grandchildren suck? You know, do they? Not, if they don't go play outside, it's because grandma's not bringing them outside. Because my children's grandmother. Took them camping, took them hiking, took them bike riding, took them to the beach and, and father, took them golfing, took them to sporting things. Maybe if your grandchildren and younger generations that you see are inside all day, blame yourself. How about we go there? Let me just say it. Blame yourself and the children that you raised that raised them to do that then. Because well, my kids didn't do that. Well, the thing, you know, I think the difference now is you actually have no, to No, let alone answer me on this. Yeah, no, because you have to actually parent. You have to... You have it's to, a cop-out for them. You have, to do, you have to say go outside and play now. And you have to grandparent. Like, now we, like, if you're going to complain well, about it yeah, anyway. If you're not right. going to complain about it, then sit home and right. knit or whatever the hell you do. Right. But don't tell me that these kids are so terrible. And who was raising them? Either the child you raised... The child, child's child that you raised, your grandchild, somebody. Who are these children that you're seeing? Somebody that one of your patronage raised. I had friends who, who, who weren't allowed in their house during oh. the day. Oh. Who had to leave in the morning. They weren't allowed back in. They couldn't. They had. They got in for the meals. That was it. They weren't. Otherwise, they what weren't allowed in their house. What are you talking about? Not allowed. They weren't allowed in their house. I can't go in the no, house. No, because it's dirty. No, because they just weren't allowed back in their and house. They were dirty. Their parents, I mean, they their were parents dirty? kicked them, you know, put them out outside like like they were the cat, <laughs> you know. And well, you kind of did that on your own. Yeah, I understand, but they but I wasn't you know, allowed like, out of the house. I was we a would, house cat. But we would go play in people's, you know, around people's yard. We did a lot of street hockey and things when we were kids, and played, you know, because they weren't in a car. We didn't have the car issues or anything, so it was it was much safer. But in that regard, not because it was safe, just because there were fewer. You know, people would leave in the morning right. and come back at 5 o'clock, you know. So there was nobody driving around in the neighborhood and yeah. stuff. That doesn't exist anymore, you know. Not for any good or bad reason. It just doesn't. Right. And there's just a lot more cars. So don't you think these we memes, used to have have one the, car, these memes not, about we had it better, kids are so lazy now. Kids, kids are so mean and lazy now. When you were beach blanket bingoing, were you out fighting for the environment? No! No, 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 no. When you were watching Howdy Freaking Duty, were you out there fighting for women's rights? Don't tell me well, is, just because you don't may not like what they're doing right, but this is and my how active point. they are. Don't tell me. I think that's what it is, too. Early... People are, are, are they feel bad that they didn't do it. They're a little bit jealous. And also, they don't necessarily like the issues that the young kids are involved in. So they instead, they call them lazy. They call them this and that. And that's a cop-out, too. Right. But my earlier point was that even even if you were the person who went out of the house at you know and didn't come back till dinner, 
you weren't necessarily doing anything important. Right. You were you outside, or anybody what, else. twiddling your thumbs? You know, playing in the dirt? You know, it's... What is that doing for anyone? You know, it's fine to do... I'm saying it's not... It's not it's part of your childhood, and you can you can look back on it and say, "Oh, it was great." You know, yeah. some people can't look back on it because they're dead because they didn't make survive it. I had a wonderful you know, childhood. Or got maimed and, and or whatever. My, I had a wonderful because you got to teach your kids. This is your life. This is your life, right? I I thought I had a wonderful. But anyway, childhood. Our, our style was to was to expose them to as much as possible. Right. See what lit well, them up. Well, let, let's talk See about. See what lit them up. Ram with that as much as it could. I, my conversation with my kids was this, and, yeah. and I'll you know. You like to do this? I'm going to support you. We're going to do it. But if you are going to do something, you got to do it 100 percent and keep improving. If you, when you you know if you don't keep improving, if it doesn't know, keep lighting you or, up, or if, or you know you don't keep impressing people at the next level, you know we're going to stop. You know you can keep going, but we're not going with you. <laughs> no, but I'm well. That's I'm saying you know like. well, it's true. You know I, I wasn't going to be one of those parents who you know you're not going to be tortured who, doing who, this. Who you're demanded not my yeah. kid get to do yeah, this yeah. when they really really sucked at it. You know, but also yeah, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, it's all right. That's what we do. When we go. So what? What about what about how we yeah, taught I'll our let kids? You speak for a while. And okay, what about how we taught our kids? So you could speak back at school a little bit too. Well, that didn't always go so well, but. No, but it didn't always not go so well. I. Let's yes, talk about it, cheating it, off it, yourself in no, the test. No, it, it does. It goes better when you're when you're when they're older. It was fine. They were younger. All right, but we had a specific example, and it was a good teacher. I'm not going to put down the teacher, but but it was a you know a younger grade, and we were called in, because our son did something wrong, terribly wrong. And we were, first of all, younger grade, when we were told that, oh, I almost called the cops on him because one of them brought a little razor, the end of the shaver, shaver that the yeah. dog broke the shaver in half, and he, he was in, in first pocket. grade, huh? And he had it in his pocket. He had everything now, in his pockets. Now, yeah, but then he was a collector, and I'm not going to call anybody on him. Like, it, he was also not going to hurt anybody with this. He's in first well, grade. Know that, though. Okay, fine. You know, fine. They have the weapons, you know, fast forward a, a razor blade. Fast you know, forward a couple of years, and then this is the incident I'm talking about. We were called in. We wouldn't believe what he. And we're listening to this, and the teacher basically is telling us that he did a math test and didn't write anything down, or at some point didn't write anything down. And we said, "Well, and then he got a hundred. And how did he? We were like, "He got a hundred. That's great. Yes, but it's how he got a hundred. Right? Am I wrong? And then we said... No, he said, she said he copied the top row. No, wait. No, wait. Let me say, I said, I know he didn't cheat off of anyone. And she said, oh, no, he didn't cheat off well, of anyone. I remember, it was the four times tables, and it was... It was, a, it was a, he copied off of himself. Of he tables. realized that they were just flipping the numbers on the bottom, so he just put the answer from the top. When he had already answered it on the top, then they just flipped the numbers on the bottom. So we said, oh, he copied off of himself. He cheated off himself. He found a better way, a faster way to finish this test. No, I remember you saying That's he cheated. That's strategic. He cheated, he cheated, he cheated, cheated off, off of himself. himself. So We call that efficient. So at some point, you have to talk back a little bit. And we taught our son, no, you did the right thing. You found a way to get that test done faster. You got 100. You knew how to do it. You weren't cheating off of anyone. You didn't have to write it down because you saw that it was the same thing as the... So I thought that... that Sometimes people hinder kids from finding other ways to think of things. But you said, and I'll never forget this, well, that's we're not school. raising him to succeed in elementary, elementary school. school. And I think that parents have to, respectfully, because there is a lot of important work that goes on in elementary school, but respectfully keep in mind, 
you're not raising your child to just succeed in elementary school. You're, you're raising elementary schools to teach them the basics, teach them how to deal with others, teach them how to, but if they start thinking out of the box, they're not the worst kid in the, the life world. life skill, no. It's, you it's, have to advocate for your I, children. I, I advocate for your children and don't. what's going to be a good life skill in the future. And right. And I would agree. Bottom line is, agree. if your kid is in the right, advocate for but your kids a little bit. Even if the mean. teacher might not like you, okay? Because you're not there to be liked by the teacher. You're not there to like by the teacher. You're there to raise kids that you think you're doing the best thing. All right, thing but that's you can. now that's part of the, the, this. That that you, what you just said is defies a lot of what people think. So people think that people hate that parents take their kid's side over the teacher's side. Not people. Mostly, this is like a baby boomer generation thing, mm-hmm. where they where they. Oh, you know, right, but I just gave you an example where if we didn't do right. that, we were what would be the alternative? What would be the alternative? You know what, kid? You found a more creative way. Not cheat off anybody. Get a hundred and be smarter about the fact that you realized you were smart enough to realize a pattern, and that the bottom questions were the same as the top questions, the same answers. They just flipped the numbers. You were smarter than being tricked by saying, "Oh yeah, it's a." You got the you got to the answer faster without having to write it down again. You figured it out. We would have had to tell our kids, don't have any ingenuity. Don't think out of the box. Don't try to see patterns. Don't try to be well, school, above school this particular test. And that, that was yeah. that to me, would have been a horrible, horrible thing to teach your kid. Well, after, don't be confident in yourself. Don't be... Think of all the negatives. School, particularly the younger grades of school, elementary school, it, it does not encourage thinking out of the box in any way, shape, or form. They like to have... Well, some teachers part, might. But part of it, you know... Not look, school part of in it general. By design. You know, they, there's a lot of kids in each class. Right, everybody's they different. Have and they have to wrangle them all. Can everybody, you know, it's a wrangling thing. And so, get them so to a certain I, level. I understand and, that. Yeah. But as parents, that's where we have to come in and say, you know... Especially in a little even school. Even if we're not saying it to the, to, the, to, the, to the teachers, we can say it to our own kids, you know what, don't worry about that. This is fine if you do it this way. Right. Now, how many times did we come home, they had some kind of friendliness estimation or some stupid thing? We where, didn't care about know, homework. Like, you know, a million, a million, you know, 199,999 was estimated to be 100,000 because it was, you just used the first number. And it was some kind Try of to go buy a $1,000 car with $999.99. Well, right, right. so, so, You're not going to get the car. So, you know, my point was, you know, that's just wrong. I don't care if you get this wrong on a test. You know, you do it. You, you estimate. This is the estimation. You know, it, that's just wrong. It's just right. not an appropriate right. topic. So sometimes you can say, this is wrong, but this is how they want you to do it. Right. And that's it. Call it right. a day. But, that, you know, don't learn this because this is stupid. You know, but learn it for this that. test. Learn it for this test. But you're giving them a broader thing of like, but you know what? That's not. So don't complain about it as a parent. Like, I can't believe. It's not the kids that are trying to do this math like this. Not even the teachers that are trying to get right. it. It's Somebody decided Somebody this is how they're decided. doing the math. Right. Okay, right. so unless you're going to form a group, I'm not, not. I, I, I'm encouraging parents. Yes, okay, you want to change it. Okay, you can try. But if you're not going to go to that level of really trying to organize and change something, which a lot of parents do do, then just deal with it. Teach right. them that. But all you, you're right. still a parent. You don't have to fight the school. Teach them how you do it we too. Have to just... But you don't. Okay, you also you don't have, have to, to leave it own... all up to the school. This right. is another good topic. Exactly. Don't leave it all up to the school. You know, oh, our school doesn't have a music program. That's terrible. And that has to do with money a lot of times and things get cut and everything else. But you could put the radio on for your kids. You can, if you can, buy them different songs and things. You could, you can, even if you're not musical, well, not you can get a book about music. You know. Go to the library and teach them about music. There are ways. Yeah, well, that's not the same. In it? other words, don't just leave it up to, don't leave them at the door. So if they don't there learn are... about this in school... 
you shouldn't be like, oh, the school's not teaching them. I Don't get me wrong. Every school should have music, and it's extremely important. I, of all people, agree with that. But I'm saying if they don't, because we don't live in a perfect world, if they don't, you still have the power. You know what I mean? Wow. You're a parent. That's a little bit entitled. I, you know, if you have the no. money, certainly you can do all kinds of things. If it's you in your head. You know, like we, you know, our it's kids not were, entitled our, to put on the radio. Our kids were in theater programs, you know, since they were nine years old, and it was not, it wasn't always, you know, not just school. You know, we just wait for little... the school play to run around, but it was expensive. Well, you could do a play with them at home. I'm just saying you could try anything. You know? Make costumes at home out of what you have at home. You, there, it may be a little, but there are a lot of things you can do to supplement. In other words, you don't just hand your kids over to a school. And say now you may, and you tell them how to be patriotic, and you tell them how to be this, right. and you exactly. tell them how to be that, exactly. and you tell them no, you you know you you're the still a parent. The school has too much power to make them into who they are. Is what I, in a parent's mind, and I don't think that's right. I think the parents need to understand well, that school. I think parents, but are, I'm still I, the parent. I think, no, I think that's the the war that's happening is that parents no longer think that. Parents no longer think the school is. is Did the, we start is, that war? Is the is the. Did we start that war? Our generation of parents. Wait. So do, so what are you saying? Like we, we. No, I'm saying that older people especially think that think that there's something significantly wrong with the idea that you would you would take your you would advocate for your child over the teachers at the school. Yeah, but who says that they also don't realize what, that they're not what, right? Well, that's what's entitling these kids to think that they can, you know. It's this whole, this, this this whole mess. About it's empowering the whole, you know, them. The it's empowering is, them. It's making them creative. It's making them uh, confident. I, I think that you, today's kids. Wait, let me talk. Yeah. I think that today's kids absolutely are more entitled. They absolutely are more entitled than. than Isn't that than the we goal were. of society? But it's not. It's not. Doesn't that a bad make us thing. a success? Right. It's not necessarily a bad if, thing. If all of our expect, kids were, you know, okay. For them to on. expect a certain, a certain, you know, a certain. Certain treatments in life, and to, to expect, you know, that that they pat yourself on the back. That, that, if our kids can expect certain you know, standards they, in life, that means the generation before them did a good they, job. They should expect that their work environments are, are what. And now some, you know, next, don't get me wrong. There are some ridiculous anecdotal examples of people wanting of stupid things. But how many times have we talked again, about that's this? That's a parent. How many times have we talked about this? There, this is another parenting trap. Okay, how many parents? And we've heard some people, I don't even remember who they are, so I'm not talking about anybody specifically. We've heard some people say, well, that was good enough for me. There's so many parents for whatever reason, we can get into the psychological reason or whatever reason, they don't want their kids to do any better than them. Well, we're talking about two different kinds of parents here. I, I think there are fewer of that than there are of people who are... Right. Think their kids are special. But there will always be fewer of that, thank God. Because I'm honest about that. Because I feel strongly about that because it's what you just said. Okay, there are a lot of entitled adults. There were always a lot of entitled adults. Introduce you to 1956 or, you know, when somebody black couldn't drink out of the same water fountain. There's nothing more entitled than saying, I want my own water fountain because of my skin color. Okay, so that ship has sailed. Nothing's more entitled than that generation well, we that couldn't that even live people, with other human beings without having things, had their own water fountain. People forget the things they don't want to remember. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. pretty entitled found, to think they live. It's, it's in the name, white supremacy. Before, you thought who you were. You're supreme? Right. Yeah, that's pretty entitled. Oh, well, that's a whole different Yeah, so if you're doing a meme now when you lived in a generation that thought that they were actually 
supreme to a whole other race of people or other races of people. You were the entitled well, people. Not everybody. Sorry, not everybody you didn't that. play video games, but you were freaking entitled. Well, I'm sorry. Not everybody who was older thought that. But they lived in that society. And right. if, they're, if they're looking back at that society like that was the good society when the kids weren't entitled, but yet they also couldn't drink out of... They had to have a better water fountain than their friend. There's entitlement, okay? So let's, let's that ship a sail. You're wrong. Anybody who loves those memes, you're wrong. Wrong. Sorry. So the kids, if, if your kids today are living in a world where they feel they can do more, they deserve more, they're confident, they, they might be able to change the world. Like this little girl that wants to change the world for, for climate. Everybody hates her. All these, these back-minded people. Oh, are you kidding me? This is the next Einstein. There would be no new things if these people ruled the world, these closed-minded people. It's the next people. Guess what? You had your shot. You muffed it. You didn't take us to Mars, okay? The next generation is going to. Well, they if they need to, to feel entitled and confident to do it, don't get out of their way. You didn't help them, so get out of their way. Or help well, them, one or the in, other. They're much more inclusive. They're inclusive. Which, is, which scares people. That's one of the problems. It's their politics. It's, 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 it's their politics. politics. They, right. Because you'd rather have the two water fountains. Let's say what about, it is. About it, you know, how anybody else is living. Like you know? back in your day when you had two water fountains. You exactly. Know. Okay? So, so. Well, not I, only that, you couldn't, you know, gay people couldn't be out, out of the closet. And, you right. Know, it was all, yeah, it was, right. You know, you just couldn't, you it's couldn't all, exist in a different state are there, of mind than everybody are else Are there jerks? Here. Are there idiots? Are there full themselves people? They're always going to be. But I bet you if you trace those people back, they didn't learn a lot of the things that we're saying today. Okay. So the past is, had all the same problems and more yes. than we have now. And it was more tight. We may not have known because, first of all, when you were a kid, did you know all the problems existed? No, you didn't. Right. You didn't know all the problems that existed. You didn't the know kids all the problems the that existed for the adults. Well, you did in a so way, when you too. Think back nah. to your childhood, if Daddy was going off to World War II, you knew the problem was existing. There's a lot between World War II. You know, okay. Not everyone went off to war. I'm saying my point is that you, when you were a child, we were children. There were no wars when we were children. Right. Well, Vietnam War, I guess. But our, yes. our, our parents at the time were older than that, so, you know, so they right. wouldn't be there. But And it was still in our young. But I had to watch days. it on the news. That's all different. Like everybody what watches What I'm saying things. is, you do, you don't know you don't know all the problems your parents are having. You don't know if they're having money troubles and this and that because right. you just didn't. Especially back then, you would you never would have known it. Right. So, uh, but everything I mean, was hunky dory because we were children. But, but it isn't, wasn't hunky dory. But if, if you have to be the annoyed with a kid who's a little bit overconfident, like oh that kid's so overconfident. I'd rather have a kid that's so overconfident than a kid who's so has such a lack of confidence that they number one. Um, either fall into drugs or make anything of themselves or 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 they they lash out and, and bully other people because they don't feel confident in themselves or you know let the kid be confident well here's the other thing the go world, right to play the world, kid the world will ultimately be what it is for them it doesn't have to be that way when they're when they're you know there's some some notion that you should start to learn how the world is when you're 10 years old you don't have to know what the world is when you're 10 years old you know it, you don't have to know what it is when you're when you're 17 years old Okay, when you're 25 years old, the world will be what it is for you, and that's how it is. Well, you can also be like this girl. But you, you can't, know. you can't, you can't, you shouldn't have to spend your whole childhood adjusting to how how rough life might be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You spend your childhood like get your child. get used to it, kid. Life is uh... right. No, you know, I'm a freaking kids kid. Have, kids had to go get jobs when they were 12. You know. And, yeah. You know, but it's okay. So this is what I was going back to. So we should always strive to make our children have a more comfortable, comfortable, more confident life than we had. Right. 
And a lot of people think that makes them entitled. It's hard to do now. But isn't that the job of the generation before? Rather than saying you failed as a generation, like, uh, you know, may I don't want to throw out, you know, the, the, you know, there are reasons why that a generation might have failed. There are reasons why things might have fallen apart at some time. When the kid, well, a lot of people were getting divorced and there were a lot of latchkey kids that had to raise themselves. That wasn't a great thing. Did those kids learn how to cook and not burn the house down? Yeah. I mean, you could find good things out of everything. Okay? Those were anti-helicopter. So they could go all kinds of ways. You have to raise your kids in the world you live in now, by the way, too. Not the one you want, not the one you grew up in. This is not the world we grew up in. Right. It's not the world at all we grew up in. Right. You have to raise your kids in the world now. You know, <laughs> Excuse me. Do they need cell phones? You know, I still need cell phones, but they kind of do. They do you need know, cell like, phones. Like you want, you want to learn how to use a cell phone when you when you when you're 22 and get out of college, and all, you know, all of a sudden you have a cell phone. Oh, how does this work? I mean, right, <laughs> and you should always want your kids. So, if you want them to stay ahead of technology and, and all that stuff, you know, for good reasons, and it, it's, 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 so so there's dangers associated. So with So don't that too, you think there are reasons. some parents who just want to have what, what what is the alternative? You want a kid in 2021 that's sitting outside in the dirt with no cell phone and just digging in the dirt all day? <laughs> Wait, what is, what is the alternative? You? What does that get you? Well, there's so much to Watching learn. Watching Howdy Doody on a, you know. There's, there's, first of all, I, I got to say this. You know, how much smarter, maybe not smarter, smarter is not the right word. How much more aware of things are kids today than we were? Just vastly more aware of, of, of things. They have so much access to. to Why are we not intimidated by them? You know, we just why are other the, people intimidated by them? We just watched the the series, on, the series on Lincoln on the on the that they had did on yeah in one of the news channels. Yeah, CNN. It was incredible how much we learned. You know, just in in five hours of watching this this television program, how much we learned about Abraham series. Lincoln that we never knew, yeah. would never have known, never, we never knew thought. This. No one, you know, it's not being never taught. knew any of this. You know, if you if, first of all, I didn't know his wife was in dire debt. Yeah, my shop dresses. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, yeah. So there's like you know you, you just you just can learn so much more. Yeah. Than than is you know they can be taught to you in school. I realize there's limitations to what school can teach and you know, all right. that stuff too, and they have to cram a lot in, and you know we can have arguments about about how learning should change. We didn't even know who discovered America. But right, and we thought who we were. Oh, we know who discovered right. America. We were, we were taught fourteen ninety two. We were taught. In elementary school, particularly, we were taught nonsense. The yes, stuff we were learning yes. was all nonsense. I, I even learned that when nonsense. I went to college, it was nonsense. You know, I took yeah. some college history courses and realized what I learned in high school and was just wrong. Not even, not even like you know, not not even like limited, just wrong. Some of it. Right. And and let me just go back and say, like, if your kid, so like, so say much... you do go to college and your kid doesn't go to college, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying your kid is worse off because they didn't go to college. That's not how I'm gauging your kid doing better than you. I'm not gauging it in that way. I'm gauging it in more open, more knowledgeable, more more inclusive, more caring uh, in a world that's maybe more convenient, you know? So what did we, were there some topics we wanted to hit on that we didn't hit on? Well, this is an enormous topic. I don't think you can do this in one blog. I, mean, I think we've stretched on long enough today. I one think, podcast. Or... I think the 
you know, the, the thing is just to keep in mind is that you have to, you know, raise your kid in the, in, in the environment you live in. First you have of to all. push back on society that tells you. Push back on society and. and that tries to peer pressure you or your kid or I tries to harken to back follow, to a better day that wasn't right. necessarily so much better and keep I them from being confident. Let them be confident. Lead a little bit. You know, we've, and we've known people who, who, you know, we've known people close to us who don't follow their kid, you know, didn't follow their kid's lead. They wanted to do something and they no, you're going to do this. Right. And then it was a complete miserable failure. Because yeah. they really didn't want to do that. Yeah. You know, it's hard to force someone to do something they don't want to do. Right. Don't, or not, or but not that was that kid's in, experience. Or not interested in. Yeah, not, yeah, Don't yeah. like it. You know, yeah. you, have to, you have to find what they're interested in and somehow. And then support their journey in that. Right. Right. As far as you can take it. You know. And the fact that we've, we've debunked the fact that you can play in the dirt and then go in and play a high-tech video game. Yes. And, I've, and not shoot anymore. And I have a participation trophy from 1976. Right. You know, yeah, so and then you got we, a lot of other awards those, after that. Right, but I'm saying we, we had those things, you know, right. back and you then. Had, right. We did not have them. Right. We had, we had, and guess who didn't have a place. participation trophy? Me! Because well, I didn't participate! Right. So I'm there saying. was some justice. We had fifth place ribbons right. in, our, in our, you know, field days at school. We did hold them. Wasn't we had that all I was that. given one? We had all that. We right. did not have it. It did not exist. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the only, you're first, you got the medal, otherwise you suck. Yeah, no, that wasn't Kids. the case. We were never treated like that. We no. weren't treated like that in the seventies. Right. Okay. It didn't happen. You just you may not have like you said you right, may so, not have participated, but so it was. It was I happening. think we probably forgot a lot of things that we wanted to say, but we got a lot of things out there. But I think that we're gonna wrap up because we're running over. You yeah. said we're gonna keep this at a half an hour. Yeah, I think we should. Keep so it at we hour. will be back to this topic. Wait, we didn't even touch on raising twins. Well, I mean that's a whole podcast in itself. Yeah, okay. So we're going to do a podcast just about Raising Twins. But next week's podcast is going to be... Shorter. Yes, and... And so next week, we're going to talk about something a little lighter, hopefully. But also, like, just things that you do here around the water cooler that aren't necessarily based on news. They could be, they could not be. But it's just, like, things that get under people's skin. And we're, so we're going to try to, this week, figure out all of our in separate pet peeves. And we're going to bring them to the table. Okay. Uh, around, the around the water cooler. Thank you for listening. See you there. Thank you for listening.